0: So right, whenever he starts talking, you pretend like you're me. Okay. Okay.
1: Dave, what is going on? How are you spending the last few days before our, uh, before our Christmas break here?
2: Um, pretty good. Just working on a couple of scratch projects.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Were you traveling this week or?
2: No, you, we actually were weren't traveling, just hanging out at home.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, how's Lauren doing?
2: Oh, he's good.
1: <laughs> Hi, Lauren X. How are you?
2: Good. How are you?
1: I'm excellent. Did you abduct your father? Is he there as well? He's yes. there. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Excellent. Although we did temporarily kidnap him. Dragoon him into doing the show? <laughs> That's excellent. Um, what a treat. So we, so uh, Dave, uh, for the Dave and Gunner show this week, has been good enough to invite his daughter Lauren on, who we've talked about more or less ceaselessly over the last, what, 39 episodes? I think.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know, Lauren. Lauren, we've probably talked about you in easily 90% of the episodes. I mean, <laughs> you get, you're get you getting a lot of press on this show um, because, you know, Dave's a proud father. I yeah. think it's wonderful. Um, but this is a really good, uh, this is a very timely uh, uh, show because we, uh, this week is the what is it? the Youth in Open Source Week at uh, at opensource. dot com, right, Dave?
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, Jen White uh, reached out to me and was like, "Hey, um, do you? Uh, we're, we're doing this whole Youth and Open Source Week at opensource.com. dot uh, com. Do you happen to know any Scratch programmers that know anything about guinea pigs?" And and I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, I might know somebody, and, and <laughs> so yeah, no, they're really pleased with the article that uh, that she did with uh, Dave Hamblin of Element14, and uh, mm-hmm. it was like, oh well, maybe we can get an update on what she's up to and how she got to where she was, and um, so I thought that was uh, uh, you know really nice of, of Jen to reach out. So here we're going to do an episode uh, dedicated to uh, youth and Open Source Week at OpenSource.com.
1: Oh, that's so cool! That's wonderful. Um, and what a treat, Lauren, to be able to talk to you, uh, talk to you here in person. It's, uh, um, so much nicer to talk to you rather than about you. Yeah. Um, I suspect you, you prefer it as well. Um, (laughs) so, um, Dave, do you, do you want to, do you want to interview your own daughter? Do you want me to jump in here?
0: Well, um, I guess before we even get into that, where, where Hmm. should people go if, if they want to, when Lauren starts uh, link dropping, um, where, where should they go to, uh, uh, read more about what what uh, she'll be doing and what she's been looking at.
1: Oh, that's a good question, Lauren. Where where should that go?
2: show dot org. D is in Dalek. G is in Guinea Pig Show dot org.
1: Nicely done. Nicely done. You know she's actually quicker with the with the uh, with the initials than I am. Okay. I always fumble the I always fumble the DG if I don't do the Damon Gunner. I can't I can't improvise as quickly as she can. So nice work, Lauren. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Um. So I guess, so. So Lauren, how did how did you get started in this? I mean. Uh, was this uh, uh, was this your father locking you in a basement for for months um, and saying don't come out until you've learned computing um, or, or how did how did you get how did how did you get into this?
2: Well, if that was the case, I would probably still be down in that basement. <laughs> um, basically, it just started when I was little, just getting the little static guard stri- bracelet things, going in, taking apart computers, just messing around, look- seeing what they looked like. And even just running, like, if we had to boot and nuke a, a computer, we would, I, I would help him with that. And then mm-hmm. later, it got on about fifth grade. He started teaching me Bash over Christmas break. And mm-hmm. then in February, my mom was just like, hey, I have this cool robot Valentine thing. And I'm just like, oh, I can write a little program in there to put on there. So it's just like, first name, will you be my Valentine? And first name equals daddy. So <laughs> it's <was> just
1: cute. <laughs> I saw that we'll put a, We'll put a link to the, to a photo of that in the show notes. I remember. I very specifically remember uh, the day after Valentine's Day um, that your father sent uh, to all of his coworkers that bash Valentine in an email. And it was just adorable. It was so cute. (laughs) He Um, he still
2: has it right next to his computer.
1: (laughs) That's that's great. That's wonderful. Okay. So, so, so now you've got enough bash to give your father a very charming Valentine indeed. Um, so, but then, but what's interesting to me is you didn't finish. You didn't just kind of stop there and be like, okay, well, mission accomplished. I made my dad smile. Um, you actually kept going and actually kept going in a pretty serious way. Right. So, so what came, what came next for you?
2: So next, it was over spring break of eighth grade, and I started to learn cluster, which is is file sharing by Mm -hmm. Red Hat. And Mm -hmm. so we taught that we learned valuable lessons such as don't do a file name count on a big file of a million folders. That takes a while.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. It does,
2: yes. So, yeah, so we did that, and then in... January of that year I was the first woman presenter probably the youngest presenter ever at the Akron Linux at the Akron Lug and
0: mm-hmm.
2: well Akron. Mm-hmm. so
0: and it, and you just didn't show up for the the Akron no, Lug no. that wasn't your first lug yeah. right that was you've been going for years why don't you talk yeah, about that I'd, ac-
2: I'd actually been going for years before that I would be my dad's little page down girl and i would sit, <laughs> and I would do the page down on his presentations and I would sit and watch other people's too, other mm-hmm. people's presentations as well and I generally like learned i guess the majority of how to present from my dad by watching him and being this page down girl at mm-hmm. the blog right.
1: yeah totally well no but but you what was interesting to me is like you kept going right it was i mean yeah. i'm trying to imagine like uh the vast majority of uh, of uh, people in like fifth or f- through eighth grade, if their dad made them go to a lug, they're going to sit there and like roll their eyes the whole time, right? Um, Actually, it
2: was uh, towards the beginning, it was more of the promise of mashed potatoes because I really like mashed
1: potatoes. <laughs> i
2: had at that point really good mashed potatoes. So that was a little bit of a bribe. Nice.
0: Yeah, because yeah, nice. that was one of the benefits with this lug is that they would always have it like around food. So, it, you know, we would have it at uh, the one restaurant and lauren would always get the uh turkey and mashed potatoes and gravy and all that and uh yeah and it was it was funny because uh you know i would present and she you know and and she would just poop out especially you know with the eating the turkey and the mashed potatoes she's just like wiped out food coma mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and and yeah. she's like ready to leave and you know how it is you're giving a presentation and then once you're done everybody wants to talk to you so She's like tugging on my on my shirt, you know, saying, "Oh, I gotta go. I'm tired. I'm tired." And then she went to present, and mm-hmm. it's like after she did the Gluster talk, it's like everybody was coming up to her to present, and I'm like tugging on her. It's like I'm tired. I want to go. It's like come on, stop signing autographs, and you know, you know, and and it was really funny seeing that that turnaround. So that was pretty cool. For the,
2: record, no, th- for the record, nobody asked me to sign on any aug- autographs <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but that 's great. the student has become the master yeah. <laughs> yeah. that 's wonderful that 's great yeah. um, so, the, so so now you 've got your so after this after this cluster talk you i mean that 's rewarding right um, to yeah, be able to, it really is. Uh, to be able to do that right and um, have these folks come up to you afterwards and be asking questions um, and so again, like here's another opportunity for you to just kind of switch gears and be like, okay, cool. I got that. I got that figured out. I was able to present at a lug and, and be done with it. But then still like you kept with it. Right. Yeah. Um, like how do you, how do you, how, how is it that you kind of like explore computers in this way? Right. Like it started with bash scripts and then you're, and then suddenly you're playing with Gluster. Um, and then you move on to other stuff, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, are you just kind of following your nose here or is there like structure to it?
2: Mostly my dad finds cool stuff and shows it to mm-hmm. me and I'm just like, Ooh, and then oh. I mess around with it, and sometimes I make a Valentine. Sometimes I go give a presentation on it.
1: Mm-hmm. Is there is there uh, is there stuff that he's shown you that you, that like just didn't interest you? That, that
2: no, I don't think just... so. Huh?
1: Nice
0: yeah. Well, so a lot of times too, it's it's you know you come up with some technology like Gluster or Bash, um, and it's you you could imagine that it's not very. You know, it's uh, for uh, you know a nine-year-old or eight-year-old or whatever. It's it's not very compelling. But if you could sort of frame it in something that is compelling for the the student, I think that's what really makes it really compelling. So it's like we we were we were creating files uh, in the Gluster file system. Um, started off by naming each of the files after her guinea pigs. And and so and then, then we started creating files and like like Lauren was saying, we you know it's like we did like a uh, a while loop to create like a, a thousand files or a hundred thousand files and, and we did more and more and more and then we did like an LS and then it made the system fall over because we had so many files created.
2: Yeah, it took a while to get over that and then like a few hours. Well <laughs> you thought it was funny though, because it yeah. was you know
0: and and it because allowed it us to be just kept
2: going and going. And yeah.
0: <laughs> But it's, it's stuff like that where you could experiment and try things, break stuff, and, and not not be afraid to break things, yeah. right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It didn't hurt anything too badly. Yeah. We might have had to restart the computer, but...
0: Yeah, we had to it, restart the VMs that we were using, but it was fine. Yeah. yeah. That's what VMs are all about.
1: Yeah. As I, I, I agree. You know, what I... Lauren, I probably started about the same age you did. And I know my, my own experience was like really similar as I just, I, I, kind of, um, in some cases it would be my mother or my father would show me something interesting or, or I would discover something interesting myself. And, but I think the most important part is being basically fearless, um, and not being afraid to break stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's only like when you break stuff that you actually, that you actually learn things. Yeah. Um, so like, anyway, for me, it's like, Treating it like a creative process rather than you know yeah. something you have to like memorize by rote is is a yeah. is a huge deal. Which is which is me making an awkward segue to I think the next thing uh, that gave you fame and fortune, which was your work with Scratch, right?
2: Yeah. So Scratch, basically, my dad got this Raspberry Pi thing. We got all the parts, set it up, and at first, what attracted me was the Pi games because who doesn't like to play games? So I was right. just messing around on that until we got the. Raspberry Pi educator's guide and it had these scratch tutorials so I liked it and I'm just like okay this seems pretty easy so I went through the manual and my dad helped me sometimes figured out that the script in the manual was actually wrong
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Did you did you submit a bug? Did you let them know that it was wrong? Uh,
2: I don't think I so. I don't think so. Yeah.
0: All right. Oh there okay. were it was actually it was an O'Reilly book that we were doing and and to me O'Reilly books are notoriously for coming out with stuff before they do a whole lot of QA. I don't know if you've (laughs) experienced that too, but it's, it's frustrating to me. Um, yeah, Yeah. but yeah. And, and, but the educator's guide I thought was even more valuable than the O'Reilly book. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah.
2: I don't want to put down the educator's guide. Yeah. It was the O'Reilly book.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But then, so you got, you got going with that, but it's like, if I would have gave you scratch on just like a regular old computer, do you think it would have been as compelling or, or having it on a raspberry Pi? Um, was it the combination of this itty-bitty computer? Like, was, did that have a, an increased coolness factor, do you think?
2: Yeah, I think it was. Because like, you see the big laptops, all the giant supercomputers. And then you, there's like the idea that everything can be simplified and shrunk down to this one little credit card-sized circuit board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like giant room-sized computers. Circuit board. Yeah. And yeah. it's yeah. yours. It's, yeah. And it's mine. So to me, it yeah. just sort of represents like all the power in
0: one. This, this goes yeah. back to being fearless again, right? Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you you break the the Raspberry Pi, we're out thirty five bucks, right?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, that's so cool. And so the, and so so okay. So you're you're playing around with the Raspberry Pi. You're playing around with Scratch. Um, now, did you present and then did you present Scratch at the LUG or because you kind of took this on the road, right?
2: Yeah, I did do Scratch in the. Well, actually, first I did the Cleveland Mini Maker Fair, which is where I'm at Element 14 because my dad and I were walking in with all of our stuff. And then I see Element 14's table and I'm just like, Daddy, they have Raspberry pies, too! <laughs> so we went in and we talked to them.
0: Yeah, we talked to Dave Hamblin, yeah. right? And, and it's like, um, you know, uh, Element 14, they actually have a presence in uh, Brecksville, Ohio, which is right next to Cleveland. So hmm. we're like, oh, hey, we're talking. He's like, oh, I'd love to do a blog post on, you know, what Lauren's doing. Hmm. And then, then then what happened? We we did and a blog post, right?
2: Yeah, we did a blog post, and then that got picked up by opensource.com. So that That's was great. pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's great. And, and I think to date, that is actually one of the most popular opensource.com articles uh, that they've done. Wow. Yeah, um, I had no idea.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, yeah, the, yeah.
0: Did, uh, and this all surrounded around your uh, the you know, the thing you were showing off at the Mini Maker Fair was your guinea pig game. Yeah, right. So let's tell, tell, tell us about that.
2: Yeah, so basically, you're a guinea pig. You're running up. You've escaped from your cage. You're running around the house trying to get lettuce, but avoid the hand
0: from picking you up. From
2: picking you up. because yep. so that adds times to your score, and the objective is to get the lowest time. Mm-hmm. So. Currently, I'm in the process of revamping it. I'm thinking of adding, like, a little animated title scene to show the storyline. I'm also going to add several power-ups, like apples that make you go really, really fast. (laughs) watermelons that protect you from the hand. (laughs)
0: Watermelon force field. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So how did...
0: Well, how did... You know, it's not like you just said, oh, I'm going to write a guinea pig game. You woke up. I mean, how... You, you, we did the educator's guide. We did some examples, right? We did that mm-hmm. that bee that was flying around, and you you got to learn the basics. But yeah. how do we go from re- reading stuff in a manual to you writing your own game?
2: Yeah. So basically, my dad took me out to lunch, and then we were thinking about and he was like, "Okay, if you were gonna go and do a guinea pig, if you're gonna go and do a game." what kind of game would you want to do? Me having two guinea pigs, of course, was just like, oh, I want to do a guinea pig game.
1: (laughs) Right, naturally.
2: We started talking about it, and I actually got so excited. I was, like, drawing on napkins, you know, because I could almost visualize exactly how to do it.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: So Mm -hmm. we got...
1: And and, And having read the, I guess, having read the Educator's Guide, not only could you come up with the idea for the game, but you also had, like, a pretty good idea about how you would do it, right? And it suddenly became possible,
2: right? Yeah. Yeah, so we were talking about it. We finished our lunch, and then we had to go on a couple errands. And in the middle of it, I'm just like, "Daddy, we need to go home. I need to program."
0: <laughs> you can imagine the smile on my face when I. Heard that. <laughs> that's, that's right, that's... a proud father there.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I, and I, and I, and I, 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 I certainly know for myself. Like I have that feeling too, of like you know I'll be out running an errand or something. Be, I need to get home and get in front of a compiler. I need to. <laughs> I need yeah, to before you yeah. forget, yeah, yeah, right, exactly, yeah. Oh, that's great! That's but, great.
0: And then you got it. You got it. You wrote it in Scratch, but it's you could have easily just kept the the game on Raspberry Pi and mm-hmm. didn't share it with anybody. But what? But what, about you? You uploaded it to the Scratch site, and then then things really started to take off from there, yeah.
2: right? Yeah, yeah. It really started to take off, and with the compil- compilation of the Element14 article and the OpenSource.com is- blog post, the game literally it has almost 1,500 views. Mm -hmm. We're in, like, the 1,440s.
0: (laughs) Not like she's counting. Yeah.
2: Not like I obsessively obsessively check it every day or something. (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know. (laughs) You also
0: get, you know, it wasn't, you you put it up there and other people could play the game. They could actually open the game up and see how it was written, right? They could
2: see the code that I've done. They could see basically everything that I'm doing. So. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if it actually updates like this, but if there's a shared project and someone's updating it and you're inside, I don't think the code blocks will actually move, but it mm-hmm. would be extremely interesting if they actually did.
0: Oh, like collaborative yeah, like you could so you jointly could like, like Yeah, like, so
2: you could like follow someone's process as they're doing like it. jointly
0: code at the same time.
2: Yeah. It, oh, that
1: would be interesting that would be cool. It's uh, huh, that well that and actually that was my next question is do you know because i know scratch allows people to yeah, like fork code, right? Um yeah. and people can take copies of your code and go and go build their own um, you know, hamster game or or whatever you like. Do you know do you know of any have any have any has anyone developed a, like a derivative or like a, has anyone forked your your game? Do you know?
2: Not as far as i know.
0: Yeah, but but you have got a lot of feedback, right?
2: Yeah, i've gotten a lot of feedbacks. A couple people are just like, "Oh, i love this." And one person was just like, "Make more levels, please!" So. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and, and somebody, one of our listeners actually gave a uh, a bug report um, in the comments. Uh, Robin Price uh, said, "Hey Lauren, I f- great game, I but I think I saw a bug, right?" So yeah. he reported a bug, and you fixed it. And, yep. Right?
2: Yeah. So you can really collaborate with the entire Scratch community.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that that was the other part too, is that you you know it's not like you just write your own code and you read books and everything you can go to anybody's scratch game, open it up and see how they, how they did things. Right. And you yeah. can get a lot of ideas. So did you get a lot of ideas for, for, from, you know, it's not like you necessarily have to work somebody else's code, but you could see how they, how they did things and, and use those lessons learned to apply it.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what? You know, go ahead.
1: Uh, I was going to say that's, um, that is basically exactly how I learned HTML mm-hmm. and building web pages. Um, this is back in the the dark ages, right? In the in ninety to what, ninety two, ninety three, around there? Um just when web pages were first coming out, the most magical thing about them was that you could go to the web browser and say view source and see how someone did the webpage and then you could copy it and go like make your own version of it. Um, I think there's, there's something magical about being able to see something that works, uh, and something that you like, and then being able to like open up the hood and see how it operates. Um, it's just invaluable for being able to learn stuff. Um, you know, I, I don't think I've been to a, for myself, I don't think I've been to a, like a formal course on programming, any particular, you know, programming language or something like that mm-hmm. in like 20 years, but it hasn't stopped me from learning new languages. Cause you know, for all these languages I can, crack them open and see how they work. Yeah. Uh, I just think it's really, really cool. I, you know, and I wanted to ask you something else, Lauren is I'm no, I'm noticing a trend here is that you learn something new, like say it's bash or gluster or scratch or whatever it might be. Every time you learn something new, uh, it seems like you get, uh, you seem to get this great reward at the end of it, right? Um, you learn Bash, and then you give your dad a Valentine, and you make him extraordinarily happy, right? Um, and uh, oh, and by the way, made a, a good portion of the Red Hat government's field engineering team extraordinarily happy <laughs> too. Um, and then, uh, and then you learn Gluster, right? And you get to present it at the at the LUG, and everyone loved the presentation. And you get to, you know, you get to have something you're super proud of. And then you get Scratch, right? And now you're suddenly at the Maker Fair, and you're meeting folks at Element14. You're doing the OpenSource.com interview. I just see this like there, it seems like there's this cycle where you know you kind of you experiment with something, you do something that, that you like, you share it with other people, and then you get all this good feedback, which seems to kind of propel you into the next kind of project. Yeah, do I have the? Is yeah, that what's it's going on here? Pretty much
2: what it is. It's just like yeah. I do something, and then I'm the type to tell people everything. So uh-huh. it's like I do something. Hey guys, look at this cool thing I made.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Right. So that sounds very open sourcey. Right. It's mm-hmm. it's like instead of keeping it all to herself, she pushes it up to the scratch site. She looks for, um, you know, she solicits feedback and then incorporates that feedback. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's just very, very uh, open source
1: of her. Well, and then it's like a, it's like a Skinner box, right? You get a reward every time you put something out in the world. You get feedback, you get responses back. Right. And that that encourages you to share more. Um, yeah. I just, yeah. It's really it's really nice. I think it's wonderful. I think it's great. Uh-huh.
0: Well, and the Scratch site is is pretty good about that too, right, Lauren? As far as like you know, it provides a, a safe place for people to to share and get feedback and 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 communicate with people, right?
2: Yeah, because you can really like you can the community is pretty self policing. Like you can report comments, games, stuff that's inappropriate or just plain old mean. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. just be like, "Hey, Scratch team, I really think they're being rude here."
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about what about the other part too? As far as like attribution.
2: Oh yeah. So if you, if someone directly copies the code from another person, like they just go into the scene side, they go look at the code, copy all the code, copy the exact same like characters, all the all the same backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Then if people find the the majority of people who when they find the game on that on when they find the an exact copy of the game of Like, usually this happens with popular games, but people will take popular games, not change anything, but call it their own. Mm -hmm. You can look at the share dates, and usually the first one, the one that was shared first, is the original copy. Mm And that's the person has, like, two accounts or something. Mm -hmm. So what you can do is you can just be like, hey, I think this looks really similar to the project over here. Mm-hmm. Um, can you give cop Can you give credit to them if you copied their scripts? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are really good about that, and they'll just be like, "Oh yeah, I got the original script from at so and so, but then I modified it a little bit."
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes that's that's really cool. It's nice to have a. Uh- uh, it's nice to have a culture around sharing that cause you don't, it's hard to do a culture of sharing and like encourage people to share without having a system for attributing it. Right. Cause like, why would I share if I don't get credit for it? Right. Um, so that's a really important part of it too. That's really cool. That's, yeah. that's great.
2: Know, so, I have, so I know like people can really work semi collaboratively on scratch because like I've suggested ideas. There's this one way it's like, wait, there's this one game. It's called ways to exit. And then they have the, fierce, the first few levels, levels out and they're just like, comment on ways to exit. I'm just like, oh, you could use a jetpack or a transporter beam.
0: Of course. Yeah,
2: <laughs> logically. <laughs> and they're just like, oh yeah, I'll put that in for level 10. Nice. So,
1: That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, transporter beams and jetpacks are, are my go-to uh, means of aggress as well. Yeah, go-to I mean, I escape. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so what's what's going what's going, what are you doing What are you gonna do next now that you've conquered uh, Bash cluster Scratch um, You've been uh, you you know you've earned fame and fortune uh, in the uh, in the certainly in the Akron community and then on the OpenSource.com community as well So what uh, what are you gonna do next Do you think
2: uh, Well right now I'm again working with OpenSource.com to write some articles on tiny circuits which are these little tiny open source circuits They some of them mm-hmm. are literally smaller than a quarter or a dime. And you can wow. make stuff with them.
0: Yeah. So, there, so there's a startup in Akron called Tiny Circuits, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Ken Burns, uh, who's the founder of it, um, it's like he he like reached out to Lauren after the Mini Maker fair saying, "Oh man, I'm sorry I couldn't make it to your booth, but you know, would you be interested in seeing what we're working on?" And we're like, "Wow, that's that's like awesome!" And yeah. so uh, yeah. she and I are going this Friday. Um, they actually not only are we just going to go to you know their facility um, to meet with Ken and interview him for OpenSource.com, but they actually are going to have the fab open, and you're going to we'll be able to see them uh, building these little things. And it's literally like Lauren said, it's about the size of like a quarter or smaller, and it's like an Arduino, um, you know, the open open source uh, single board microcontroller, uh, so people can build projects and all that. And um, you know, the, they use parts of the these parts in like quadcopters and stuff like that. So it's it's pretty cool. So she's going to go visit and, and interview him.
2: Yeah.
1: That's then- re- uh, no, that's that sounds awesome. Um, is that, that actually reminds me of some of the stuff from like Adafruit. you seen that? Yep. Yep. Um, so like, so, I mean, you could actually sew this stuff into your clothes if you wanted to. Yes. Um, or strap it to a guinea pig, I'm just saying. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Jetpack. Yeah. Yeah. Jetpacks, yeah. Guinea That's right. pig jet flying. get her, <laughs>
2: She'll love it. Yeah. She loves it! She doesn't make a sound! <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so, sorry, Lauren, I interrupted you. What were you going to say?
2: Also, in the spirit of Youth and Open Source Week on opensource.com, I'm interviewing my computer science teacher who also works with my robotics team and I'm working with and I'm gonna interview him about like youth and code.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Oh cool. Oh no, we we've uh Dave, you told stories about Mr. Allen, right?
0: Yeah. So he um this was a couple episodes ago where um you know it's it's like when I got the sheet whenever she's starting this high school, um, of like, oh, your daughter needs to have a computer and, and the computer needs to run uh Windows, Mac mm-hmm. Or Linux, and it's like I'm like, oh, uh, I, I better call him just to make sure <laughs> that you know it's like, uh, really for sure, you know, because I didn't want to put her in a situation where everybody's using SharePoint and Microsoft Exchange, and and she's like, mm-hmm. um, the odd person out, and yeah. and he said that, um, well, no, it's from a faculty policy standpoint um, that. Um, all the if if teachers are going to pick a piece of software, it has to run on not just Mac or Windows, but it has to run on Linux too um, to be Sweet. like totally cross-platform. And wow. and it's and and so far so good. I mean, right, Lauren? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's been going good. And so and Mr. Allen, he he's he also came to Lauren's uh, Scratch presentation before yeah. he even. This was the first time he met Lauren. Was uh, she reached out and said, "Hey, do you want to come to?" Uh, my my presentation on Scratch and um and he teaches Scratch in your computer science class.
2: Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's awesome. So. Um, and, and you're clearly you're obviously acing that yeah, part of I, the class, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I kind
1: of have like 9.4 in the class. Only that,
0: yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm mad at myself. Yeah, that's two right. points. What's up with that?
0: Yeah. No, yeah, and that's that's what's really cool is that they're they're they have all you know they're doing scratch in their labs and um, he's doing stuff with uh, uh, with the robotics team. So um, Lauren's going to mm-hmm. uh, interview him to, uh, for uh, OpenSource.com um, and you know for the youth in in uh, uh, Open Source Week. That's awesome. I'm
1: looking forward to that. Um, so, Lauren, tell me more about you. You mentioned robotics. I know you have me intrigued. Um, so, we're talking about lethal drones. You're building. Is that is that the scene, or is it uh, robot guinea pigs?
2: No, no. They're um, first robotics competition robots. There are three laws saved. We deleted the kill ref pro- program, <laughs> <laughs> and we have the whole safety light thing. So, we're going to make sure that, that 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 doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: that's great so is it um uh you know robotics competitions i've seen in the past are like you have to build a robot to accomplish a particular task is that the is that kind of the scene
2: yep last last year was ultimate ascent basically throwing frisbees cool The hoops
0: yeah so you can imagine the the having a robot throw a frisbee like all the different designs you could possibly come up with of like an anthropomorphic arm right or Mm -hmm. some sort of like a... Uh,
2: crazy animatronic sort of thing.
0: Yeah. Right. Uh, actually our or like a Dremel that just spins a Frisbee and just launches it. And, you know. <laughs> right. actually,
2: actually, our solution was relatively simple, actually. We had the lid of a bucket attached to a flat sheet of wood, and then we mm-hmm. had this little teardrop, teardrop-shaped teardrop spinner and mm-hmm. another wheel. Mm-hmm. And the wheel would spin, and, the, and we would have the Frisbees loaded in the bucket lid. And, mm-hmm. and we told the... And then whenever we told the whenever we gave the command to fire, the teardrop-shaped thing would rotate and push the frisbee out of the bucket lid, into the spinning wheel, which would then launch it.
1: Oh, so it's it's um it's like a like a like a tennis ball machine, but for but for ultimate frisbee.
2: Yeah, pretty much. So it's
1: awesome, or like a machine gun frisbee dispenser.
2: Yeah, they do sometimes if you're in the way and tend to be tall. Heads are vulnerable.
0: So, what's the the name of your robotics team?
2: The Fighting Unicorns team, two three (laughs) nine nine.
1: Okay, that's wonderful. Is there um uh, is are there designs for like the robots that you design? Are are those designs available online or like does your team have a webpage or something like that that we can Uh, go like see how you guys are doing?
2: We do have a Facebook page. I'm not sure Mm -hmm. about the webpage. I believe we do. Uh, I'll email my. I'll email the captain, and and if we do, I'll give the link to my dad to put it in yeah. the show notes.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, that'd be great. Very cool.
0: And one of one of the other things too, Lauren, is like you're, like, what do you do with you? You were saying you're starting to do stuff with GitHub for yeah. yeah. So, and how does that t- tell us about what you're doing with that and and?
1: Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm especially intrigued by this because. Uh, to date, Dave, Dave is still teaching himself Git. So, Lauren, you may be in a spot where you actually know more about GitHub than your than your dad.
0: Yeah, I'll be going to her LUG presentation with my, the notepad taking <laughs> Git presentation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what's up with that? Um. What?
2: Basically, what we do is we all have different branches, and then we just fork them up up to the main branch. We mm-hmm. haven't really started using it yet because we haven't gotten the challenge and started, and we haven't started building the robot. Mm-hmm. So we're more in the process of learning Robot Java,
1: <laughs> right?
2: Than right. actually using Git to work on the actual code.
1: Right, right, right. It, you know, I, I'm really interested to hear. I want to hear how your learning Git and GitHub um, goes for you, because I know for both uh, for both your dad and myself, we did not grow up with Git. Um, we actually used much more traditional version control systems. And those like more traditional version control systems were nowhere near as powerful um, and basically require you to think about how you handle your source code and how you share your source code. It makes you think about them in a completely different way, right? Um, like one person has to be in charge all the time and only one person can really keep a copy of the source code. And GitHub is a, cause it's a distributed control version control system um, pushes all that power out, uh, distributes it of course, just like the name says. Um, and, flipping your brain to think in a DVCS way rather than a traditional version control way. Um, I know for me was, was kind of difficult uh, embarrassingly. Um, and, I, and I know your dad's uh, had trouble with that uh, in the past as well. So I'm, I'm really interested to see how you, how you take to the system uh, because you're totally clean. Like you're, you're not prejudiced at all. Um, and this is going to be kind of the first real version control system you use. So I can't wait to hear um, how quickly you pick it up. Cause I know you're going to do great.
2: Taught me how to share and share nicely with giving credit, mm-hmm. and being self-policing.
0: And you don't. Mm-hmm. You didn't. The other thing with Scratch, which reminds me a lot of GitHub, is that you don't. If I want to fork your guinea pig game, I don't need to get your permission.
2: Yeah, you don't need to get permission. You just remix it.
0: Yeah, and and mm-hmm. so that it's it's Gunner, like you were saying, it's that inversion of of control where it's like, oh, I want to I want to take the guinea pig game and then work on it and maybe give it back. And and let let Lauren incorporate it, or um, it's just really neat. And I, I think that what she's learned with Scratch will really help her with the the GitHub work uh, that she'll mm-hmm. be. Doing. Mm-hmm.
1: So the, and so this so this uh, this is going to be maybe hopefully this will be a short question, but um, Lauren, one thing I'm also hearing through this whole thing is um, I know that you know we're talking about this in the context of kind of youth in Open Source Week, uh, but also I couldn't help but but recognize that you're in fact a, a woman um, and. Uh, and I wonder, did, do you think that help or hurt you as you're kind of launching on this already incredible career um, in uh, in in nerding and geekery? Um, do, has that helped or, or hurt you so far? Do you think?
2: Um, I think it'll help. Just with the robotics team, we can just stay focused. We saw this one movie, "Bots High," on YouTube, mm-hmm. where it was about battle bots and like. The guys got always got distracted by the girls, but the girls were, like, focused. Uh-huh. Yeah, So,
0: yeah, so uh, back in episode twenty-one, uh, I mentioned this. Uh, you know, Lauren and I watched this movie. It was on Hulu. Uh, still there. It's called Bots High, where where you have these high, high school teams of of uh, kids in Florida, where they have these it's these battle bots, where each team will come up with a robot that will go in this arena and destroy these other robots. And it was pretty funny where um, you know you have these like groups of kids where um there's one group of boys that were super smart boys but they kept getting distracted by um helping out the girls team where the girls were just totally focused on you know kicking butt and everything and uh it was, it was a really good movie but but like Lauren do you think that since you are on you know you're going to an all girls school you have an all girls robotics team um is there going to be you know and you're going up against co-ed teams, maybe all boys school teams? Um, is there going to be... Are, are you in a, an advantage or disadvantage? Or how, how do you see how, how you guys are positioned?
2: I think that the gender of the person doing the work and working on the robot, writing the code, I don't think that matters. What matters is, a, is the quality of the work and how the robot performs. It doesn't matter who did it. It just matters what happens.
0: Okay.
1: Cool. Yep. yep I couldn't agree more. Nicely said, Lauren. That's great. Um, well, this is great, I, uh, Lauren. It has been such a pleasure to talk with you um, at long last. Actually, be able to um, hear the story direct from directly from uh, directly from you rather than having it because it's going through the proud father filter when I hear the stories. <laughs> and so it's. And amplified, yeah. <laughs> and amplified, yeah. That's right. Uh, so it's it's really nice to hear uh, to hear the story story from you and um, and. I want you to know that I am extraordinarily proud of all the work that you've done um over the last uh, over the last few years. Um you are obviously you're already making a name for yourself. Um and I think that your curiosity um and your willingness to kind of play around with new stuff is uh is really impressive. Um you should be really proud of yourself. I am thank you. Oh, excellent. Um cool. Uh Lauren, any Lauren, any parting thoughts?
2: I just want to thank opensource.com for picking up the article from um, Element 14's blog, and I want to thank Jen White like for giving me the opportunity to interview Ms. Mr. Burns and Mr. Allen.
1: Awesome. Very cool. Well, thanks, Lauren, for taking the time. I appreciate it.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. and Lauren, if, if people wanted to uh, get the link to the uh, killer robots and to get the link to, if, if they don't have it bookmarked already, their, uh, the video game, the guinea pig video game, um, where, where should they go to get all those links?
2: It's dgshow.org. D as in Dalek, G is guinea pig, <laughs> Wonderful.
1: Um, well, thanks, Lauren. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, thanks.
0: thank you, Gunnar.